Attention seniors on Medicare and Medicaid or receiving extra help for your prescription drugs. We have great news. You can change or enroll into a Medicare plan every three months if you qualify, all from the comfort and safety of your own home, over the phone. No one even needs to come to your home. And in minutes, we'll tell you all about some additional new Medicare benefits for you, like dental, vision, hearing, transportation, and more. Call us. We'll explain all your new Medicare benefits. Premiums are as low as $0 per month. Even if you are not paying anything for your coverage now, you need to call our licensed agents to review your plan. There are zero-cost plans available in some areas. Don't wait till next year. Get all the Medicare benefits you deserve. Call a licensed agent today. 800-461-2114. 800-461-2114. That's 800-461-2114. Paid for by Senior Choice Plan. Two. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I am Frederick Penny, your host with Denise Dirks, Todd Cunin, and our producer, Cal Hunter. You can call in at 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234, or email us at info at radiolawtalk.com. Remember, this is the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on earth. And we do say uh, sometimes because, look, we're talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel. We're not giving legal advice. This is an actually... This is an actual fun show. People don't realize that radio law talk is all we talk about is boring law. We do talk about law, but we make it not so boring. It's fun, exciting, and we pitch uh, a little bit about our personalities on here. But the most important thing people like to come here for is to listen about the cases, and they talk about it, and they like to hear a case or no case scenario. What we're going to talk about uh, at before we get to this case or no case is some very interesting allegations Back in 1965 that occurred and the statute of limitations, uh, how it does not run, had not run uh, for an event that occurred all the way back in 1965 for a case that's being brought forth recently. We're going to also talk about uh, insider trading at uh, accusations of, again, accusations of insider trading at Netflix. We got to talk about, you know, there's all kinds of uh, issues with the morning show bringing a lawsuit. Uh, Philly's owner, we already talked about the Philly's uh, mascot. He has to testify. And then we also have a former Miami Hurricane player is arrested in 2006, killing of a teammate. Um, that's very interesting. Uh, I remember when that news, that, that individual, that teammate passed away. Uh, we got some Deadpool, uh, Disney's profits from Deadpool. There's issues there. There's a lot of things we got to talk about. The third hour, what we do also is we do a thing called Quick Takes at the very end. Just something for you to remember as you turn your radio off and go on with your life. Um, there's some really cool stuff that we talk about. But the reason that we're here, like I always say, Cal, the reason they're here is one reason and one reason alone. That's to hear Case or No Case. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! 
The company had a good, productive business model. Call old people, sell them a perfectly legal product, while making loads of commission and fees off the old people's transactions. So one day, an elderly woman from Texas gets a telephone call from a company in her state selling precious metals. That's right. They called it gold to the oldies is what they called it in the sales boiler room. Their method was to convince her and other elderly people that their money is not safe in the market or in the hands of a registered stockbroker or other investment advisors, and they should move their funds into precious metal investments now before the coming crash or boom or whatever tip of the economic cycle they wanted to use to scare these people. They claim that investments in precious metals are reliable and will preserve their value regardless of how the market does and provide a better hedge against inflation, which is not, as you know, really the way things work. They go up and down like everything else. But here's the rub. They charged markups or fees of 33% plus bonuses and sales contests and so forth, a minimum, meaning if you invested a dollar, it was now worth 66 cents at best. One day, this elderly woman who got the call checked her account balance, and she could do math. So she called the local district attorney and asked, is this a case or no case? I bought a legal product. I paid a legal commission. Is it a case or no case? And Todd Kuhn, I think it's your turn to start this, is it not? It is my turn to start this. Cool. All right. uh, you know, regardless of whether this is a case or no case, assuming that you have not made up the facts out of whole cloth, this is true. I mean, good heavens, talk about preying on the elderly. Yeah, right. And, and because it's the elderly who remember back when the United States was backed by gold and it was a gold-backed economy. And so they're, oh, I've got to get the gold and, you know, either that or I'm going to go buy a pan and go down to the creek and find my own. And uh, and so to be really hammering them like this is... Making many of them more vulnerable with that sales pitch. Absolutely, yeah, right. absolutely. So I'm going to say that, it, you know, if it isn't a case, it's clearly difficult uh, to accept this kind of behavior. Um, ultimately, though, <sighs> you know what? I'll say it is a case because it's predatory marketing. I mean, look, if, if people can sue tobacco companies for predatory marketing, even though I had a penchant and wanted to smoke, shame on you for harping on that, uh, then, then I think the same would be true to you, especially since you're getting towards uh, the elderly that might have a reduction in mental acuity and taking advantage of those who don't look at the fine print. So, yes, it is a case. And ultimately, the gold manufacturers settle somehow. Okay. It, it didn't get to trial, but they, they settle in some way, shape, or form. The lovely and charming Miss Dirks, what say you? Was this in Texas? Is that what I heard? Yes, in Texas, yes. Well, many states have... Um Laws that protect the elderly. And in fact, you they, if somebody takes advantage of the elderly, they can get what's called treble damages. That's where the damages are tripled completely. Wow. And yes, and I do think that Texas is one of them. And this may be even the case that starts to uphold that precedent that, you know, this could happen. Because not only is it false advertising, um, because they're claiming that uh, gold is more stable than the market and that it's not subject to up and down. But <laughs> sorry, you're distracting we're, we're, me. We're doing live. We're live. Okay. Go, we're, live. <laughs> we're live on, on I'm going to say it is a case and the elderly woman prevails. Well, actually, 
the state prevails because the, it is a criminal matter that's brought. All right, Mr. Penny, get that. To tell us whether you think this matter of gold to the oldies is a case or no case. I am live on Radio Law Talk Instagram, Cal. So nice. for those of you who want to join us, um, I am live. You can just see what we're doing right now. But cool. the answer is I always go with that. So remind me again, Todd, you said what? It was who? I said I said it was a case, and it settles to the benefit of the potential plaintiff or plaintiffs if it ends up being multiple people. Okay. Denise, and you said? I said that it is a case, and it is a criminal case, and that, you know, basically the victim is the, the elderly. Okay. I say it is a case also. I truly believe it's a case, and I say the winner is the victims because— um, that's usually what happens. So I think we're all kind of in agreement, aren't we? I think so. So therefore, the only reason I did that is I didn't want to lose any points. I'm tired of losing points. I lost two points this whole day, and I don't want to lose any more. Actually, I gained two points at the very beginning. Uh, so I'm going to say it is a case, and the people who were scammed by these individuals um, win. And I think that maybe, Cal, um, some people might have gone to jail. What do you think? And I think he might have got two points this time. What, what, how much time do we have, Cal? That's right, because Cal could potentially we, get points here. Yes, we have a, we have about a minute then fifteen. Well, well let's minutes, wait. 20, Just yeah. let's let's hold it and determine because I'm live on on Instagram. Go to Radio Law Talk on Instagram and you can follow us live and see what it's like to be in our studio with Denise Dirks, Cal Hunter. And Todd Cunin and myself. But uh, we're going to be back. We're going to talk more about case or no case, this very interesting 1965 case. Uh, we're going to talk about Netflix uh, allegations against insider trading. Um, and then we've got a lot more. We've got some Miami Hurricanes issues. And Cal, you can just take us out and we will and have would, a good sure. time. And I will tell you, if uh, I may, that yeah. there is one little relevant fact I might have left out in setting uh -oh. up this scenario. Just might I might have done that. Uh -oh. So we'll talk right. about that right. coming up as we resolve case or no case on Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. There's more Radio Lock Talk coming up right here, right after this. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Quack car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh -huh. Quick quack car. Get 
The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-493-6112. 800-493-6112. 800 That's 800-493-6112. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Todd has a kitty. Are you serious? Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info. At radiolawtalk.com. Dot com. Welcome back to Radio Law Talk. We were just talking about case or no case. And, uh, of course, I was following my colleagues to make sure that my uh, point strategy is doing well. So, Cal, give us an overview again of what's going on with... Uh, 
case or no case, and uh, who's the winner and who's the loser? Well, a boiler room uh, in Texas was calling old people, uh-huh. specifically trying to sell them gold. Yeah. And one of them said, wait a minute, 33% commission on gold? on My my account's shrinking, and I haven't done anything. And they also, by the way, uh, made some claims about gold, that it was a perfect hedge against inflation, that it never went down. And, oh, one other claim they made. Yeah. We're not giving anybody any investment advice. I think they were not telling everyone the absolute truth. So the name of the – let's see. The case was handled not through court. There was a a complaint filed by her. And so I guess you can say that there was no case. Right. But the complaint was handled through the Texas State Securities Board. You see, Metals.com whoa, is the company. Oh, yeah. wait a minute, Cal. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys agree that's a case? Or well, that's what I'm asking you. I, I, I think this would be a case because they filed, something yeah, was filed yeah. against the entity in the appropriate venue. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Metals.com is the company. They were providing legal documents to clients that claimed they were not providing investment advisory services a misrepresentation of relevant fact. The firm also allegedly used fraudulent tactics to convince investors to assume all risks, waive warranties, and limit the liability of metals.com. But the state said, don't worry, madam, you're probably going to get your money back because uh, that's how we do things here in Texas. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is case case. or no case. And that's case or no case. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody, go to Instagram Live. My Instagram is at Frederick Penny. Uh, one at uh, and I was doing it on Radio Law Talk uh, again Instagram at Frederick Penny one P E N N E Y and we're live if you want to see what it's like in the studio we got Denise over here Cal and Todd we're going to talk about something very interesting right now and this is extremely interesting because of the time period in 1965 again I'm going to say 1965 what happened is. Something occurred in the United States, supposedly with a famous rock star, and he is being sued from an allegation from 1965. Todd, take it. Or Denise, do you want to take it? uh, You know, the. the, Denise, you want to take it? I'll say the name and then Denise can go from there. There you go. Robert Dillon. Bob Bob Dillon is facing an allegation from 56 years ago. Right. Freaking ro- Bob Dylan was was. Uh, go ahead, Denise. Tell us That's about Bob Dylan. That's his pseudonym. His actual yeah. real name is Robert Allen Zimmerman. And in 1965, there is a woman who we know as J.C. who alleges that she was 12 years old and that Bob Dylan plied her with drugs and alcohol. And got her um, to where she – and actually then physically assaulted her. And she is now suing him for an undisclosed amount of money in a New York court. Why is it important that it's a New York court? Why? Because New York recently um, opened the door for children no, – for victims at the time they were victims who were children at that time to sue – based upon any sexual assault type of allegations. And the funny thing is, is she made that deadline. They only opened the door for one year. 
One and year. She, her attorney filed this in time to meet that deadline. And this, she's, the allegations are this occurred in 1965. I can't remember what I did last week. Yeah. How are you going to be able to remember what you did in 1965? And Todd, you're going to say something really quick. And then Denise, you got some interesting stuff. Well, the, the only thing I was going to say is about the statute of limitations. So what happened in New York was they amended the statute of limitations for this. So you could make a filing all the way up to your 55. Well, she was well over that um, age limit. But when they changed the law in 2019, they also gave a one-year grace period where regardless of the statute of limitations, you could file. Now, that should have been over with in August of 2020, right? But because of the pandemic – they bumped it out six months to like February of 2021, and then they bumped it out another six months. So that one-year window now became a two-year window because nobody could file anything in that one year because of the pandemic, and she got in right in the deadline. After today, or after the, the statute passed, anybody her age at this point couldn't file because she's well over the age of 55. But the law in New York now is you can file up to your 55th birthday. So, so, so the statute had, of limitations yeah. is a really long one oh, in yeah. New York, and it kind of defeats the purpose of trying to get cases to trial while the witnesses are alive and have memories, you know, and while the evidence is still fresh and clear and all of those type of things. It, it does it does defy all of that. But in this particular case, this is this is what I think. I think that Bob Dylan will know where he's at. She alleged that the acts occurred between April and May of 1965. And if you do a little research of where Bob Dylan was during that time frame, up until April 10th, he was in the United States. But after that date, it's kind of iffy about where he was. And after the end of April, all the way through May, he was in England and then Portugal and then France. I mean, he was doing a tour. And this tour, I am sure they're going to be able to prove the dates where he was. And the alleged conduct, now they just say some of it occurred in the Chelsea Hotel, which is in New York. Um, they don't say any other places in the complaint as to where it could have occurred. So we don't know if maybe she traveled with the band. Maybe she you know, did that. We, we don't know. But one thing for sure is whenever any kind of complaint is filed in the courts by an attorney, the attorney basically has to – Take it seriously and do a little research and can't just file anything. So it has to meet the standard that it's not frivolous. That's right. So we're looking at this case, and I'm not going to say anything because these are allegations. We don't know what's going on at this point. But this one, I think, is easier to predict where Dylan was. In my opinion. All right. So that takes us to the bottom of the hour. Uh, last half hour of Radio Law Talk coming up after this break. Don't go away. We got more stuff to cover. Trevor Bauer, Deadpool. We'll head at it. Stay tuned. You are listening to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. Now this. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at Penny & Associates. It's time for more Radio Law Talk with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and your host, Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. Penny. We've got so many things to talk about on Radio Law Talk. What it comes down to is, uh, you know, what do we talk about next? We got Netflix. uh, We've got another uh, uh, issue about uh, uh, Dodger star uh, Trevor uh, Bauer. Trevor Bauer. Bauer, yeah. Yeah. You you know more about that than I do, right? Yeah, that's interesting. Trevor Bauer, highest paid. um, He he signed the uh, record-setting contract in the offseason with the Dodgers after, I believe, winning the Cy Young Award last year. And in sometime between April and May, on two different occasions, the allegations are that he uh, met this woman on um, Instagram, and apparently he didn't read anything in the Sean Watson case about meeting the troubles of meeting people on Instagram. But he met her and had two uh, encounters with her of a sexual nature. After the second one, she went to the hospital, had pictures taken, claimed that he had exceeded the scope of the con- uh, consent, and. Uh, physically abused her, sexually abused her, and the allegations are all um, where they are. But So she got a temporary restraining order, and this last week or so, there was the hearing to see if it was going to be a permanent restraining order. And the judge denied the permanent restraining order, denied to uh, imposing a permanent restraining order, citing, to a certain extent, consent that um, 
this individual had given when they showed the text messages and things that had come out was things that she told Trevor Bauer she wanted. And then the other is not finding that he was a credible threat to her safety moving forward. It's not like he's stalking her. They have no proof that the, the two times that they met in person were consensual encounters, not a lot of conduct after that. And it, the concern that I have with this case, the concern here is – and something that I wanted to point out in this is – this does not mean that Trevor Bauer did or did not violate the law. That's not what this ruling from the judge means. The judge was solely ruling on whether or not there was a safety risk to her posed by him and a temporary restraining order needed to be in place. The issue about whether or not they had a liaison and he exceeded the consent and did things to her beyond the scope of her consent – that doesn't mean that that's not still going to be investigated or reviewed by the Los Angeles District Attorney's Office or Police Department. I think that this ruling might make it more uh, difficult to file a case because in the public eye, it looks like, OK, this is a done deal. But whether or not he's guilty of assault is not the issue necessarily for the judge. It's, the the it, issue in this case was extremely limited because yes. it was a domestic violence restraining order. That's right. It, which it, is not – criminal, by the way. That, that's, that's true because you have to show a certain a dating relationship or a, a, that would qualify as a domestic violence restraining order. The, the, the problem that I have when we start talking about consent is that folks are going to look at the text messages and say, see, see, she, she wrote in the text messages all these naughty things that she wanted him to do to her. And then when he did it, she like cried foul, right? And, and here's the thing I think people miss when it comes to consent, and it's this. I don't care what somebody puts in a text message. You can go and get a written contract before engaging in any sexual activity. Consent can be withdrawn at any time. It can be withdrawn at any time. I mean, what, what are you going to do if you have a piece of paper saying this consent? Are you going to sue them for breach of contract because they consented to certain activities after, after dinner and a movie and everything that you go ahead and give and they decide not to sleep with you, and are you going to sue them for that? Have a court order them? Oh, I'm sorry, you you contracted. You have to do that. That's ridiculous. Consent can be withdrawn at any time, regardless of what you put in a text message. I will say that where the text messages come in from an evidentiary standpoint, come into play, is if a person is saying, a victim is saying, I would never have done that. I would never agree to that. And somebody says, well, I don't know, your text messages say different about the proclivities, but still, you can withdraw consent at any time. That is the problem I have with the judge's decision because she found that the injuries were not the result of anything she verbally objected to. Now, this woman is alleging that he choked her out till she passed out. Now, come on. Just because she couldn't verbally object to it? I don't I, I just think this maybe was not quite the right decision. And I do anticipate that this woman is going to appeal that decision, provided that she had a court reporter present and she can show and establish the evidence that was before the trial court. And this may be one that needs to be reviewed. It, to be. me, it just doesn't feel it doesn't pass the straight smelling test. Now, whether the judge found that he's not going to likely to do anything in the future. OK, I get that finding. But the finding that she couldn't, she did not verbally object to this conduct. I I just disagree with that being even a pertinent finding. The only the only correction I would make there is you said whether the judge 
changes his ruling in the oh it was her her ruling in yes. the future and I agree with that and one of the difficulties is you and I are not in the courtroom and, and we rely on whatever somebody who was there decides to report in the media and we only get the snippet we get the sound bite we get this we get you know I don't know all of the evidence that went into the court's decision I would hope I would hope that based upon the ruling from the court that there was evidence maybe that we aren't privy to that supports the court's ruling that maybe they didn't meet their burden in proving that this was something that she verbally objected to because she said she passed out or when things were said. One of the things that I know that Trevor Bauer's attorneys were pointing to was a suspicious gap in the text message history between her and her friends. It was like there were a couple of days that were unaccounted for, and what were those text messages and the implication being that there were certain things that would not have supported her story that were deleted and we don't have that because of of the deletion so the defense claims but the long and short of it is they didn't issue the restraining order that doesn't mean the criminal case is done that doesn't mean a subsequent civil case is precluded but for purposes of restraining order that's where we stand personally speaking i don't think we're going to see trevor bauer pitching anytime soon i think major league baseball is going to say yeah we need to pump the brakes on this so Allegations still. Allegations yep. is what I always say. But So let's talk about sports also. So in, ni- in 2006, uh, there was an individual uh, by the last name, a, a, a defensive, um, uh, not a defensive end, a, a defensive, uh, what am I say? What's, what's the word? The guy in the middle, the defensive. Linebacker? Uh, line, no, the defensive. Safety? Uh, line. Defensive lineman. Golly. <laughs> Defensive. Geesh, Louise. Uh, Brian Pata. That's, how, that's what happens when we're at the end of our third hour. Uh, Brian Pata was a, a star of Miami Hurricanes. Um, Brian Pata uh, was a defensive lineman, a big guy. And after practice, came home and, by the way, was on the cusp of being, you know, uh, the odds were of him being um, drafted in the NFL were pretty high. He was a, a really good football player. He comes home, and he's shot in the head as he's coming to his apartment. And this is back in 2006. And this is prior to any, you know, um, usually 2006. Nowadays, there's, there's cameras everywhere, right? But there were no cameras. And, uh, and an individual saw another individual leaving. Um, the uh, Apparently, he was walking her to pop and uh, saw an individual briskly walking away from the scene and he uh, identified him uh, pretty close to a sketch which basically looked like Rashawn Jones uh, who was uh, played for the Miami Hurricanes. Now, Todd, I want you to look this up. I couldn't find, I don't remember Rashawn Jones. What Was he a defensive end? Was he a defensive back? But apparently there had been some history with Rashawn Jones who played for Miami Hurricanes also. Um, and and his teammate uh, Brian Pot, uh, Pata, uh, between girl girlfriends, apparently um, one of the girl one of the persons uh, had a relationship with one of the other person's girlfriend, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, but nothing ever came of it. And, and apparently people had uh, and the community and the family of uh, uh, Pata had just pushed and pushed and pushed until uh, they kept working on it. And actually, the Miami Dade. Uh, Police said that they, you know, they appreciate the not only the family but the community continuing to push to keep this after what 12, 13 years keep this uh, case open. And uh, they just arrested um, Rashid Rashan Rashan. I mean um, Jones 
just this past week and are charging him with murder. Yep. He was a defensive back. Significant defensive back. size disparity between the two of them. I mean, he was 6'1", 196. Defensive right. linemen are 300, usually, usually more than that. Yeah, closer to three. And so, yeah, that was a uh, – it, it was interesting – I was reading this. ESPN had actually filed a lawsuit under the Freedom of Information Act to get additional information from Miami back in March of 2020 uh, from the police department to get more information about this. And it was after they got that and did their show, it gets readdressed, and right. now we got an arrest. Apparently, Jones had previously dated uh, Peta's girlfriend, uh, so uh, by a lady by the name of Jada Brody. And uh, so they've been trying to get information from her, too. We're going to follow this case. It's just starting. We'll be back. Remember, we are live 9 to noon Pacific every Saturday, and that means you can catch us on our stream if your radio station doesn't pick up every three hours. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the last segment of Radio Law Talk. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans, and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940-800-670-0940-800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. 
What do you have to lose? You can't buy Pet Joy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800 711 Medicare rules are confusing. They should be. There are over 130,000 pages of regulations. There's Part A through D, Medicare Advantage, and Medigap. According to the CMS, there are government programs available that can help you pay for your medical expenses. Choosing the right Medicare plan is a really big deal. The wrong choice can cost you a lot of money, and the right choice can put more money in your pocket. Call one of our licensed representatives today. At 65 Plus Medicare, our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs, and save you money. Plus, call right now and get a free report on how to avoid costly Medicare mistakes. Call now. 800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-220-7612. That's 800 That is Armadillo. Stop whining. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. We're back talking about the the uh, last few things before the end of the third hour. We thank you for joining us at Radio Law Talk. You can call in at 855-LAW-RADIO. Uh, and remember, go to our radiolawtalk.com and you can listen to our show's back about four years, almost four years ago, um, and uh, you can do a search. You just There's a little search bar. You can put in the, the name, the text, the put, write in Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, and it'll take you to the shows that we talked about, those individuals. But uh, right now we're going to talk about uh, a little bit about Disney. So, you know, Disney has just, just a, become a powerhouse when it comes to movies, right? Um, you know, before it was Paramount and MGM and all, you know, well, and, and, you know, there's so many of the other big powerhouses forever. And now Disney's become become super powerful. And there's, what is it, Deadpool? I haven't seen that one. What's it called, Deadpool? Deadpool, yeah, that's I've the uh, that that's one. the Ryan, Ryan. Reynolds uh, stars in that, it, the very off-color comedy um, superhero. Yeah, I just don't, I don't have seen it yet. <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny, but kids, get your parents' permission before you watch. So, uh, you know, animation has come so far back in the, what, the 30s, 40s, and the 50s. The way they do it, they take an actual human being and have them walk around and do stuff and then go frame by frame and reanimate so that they can get the motions correct correcting the facial expressions and things. These days, you know, when I did the uh, 2K game stuff for WWE 2K19, you go down to the studio, they put sensors all over your face, they video you do it, and the computer then picks up on the sensors. Well, that wasn't enough. That wasn't enough for animation. Now they actually put this stuff on your face and almost like paints it on. The computer analyzes it and with such detail, and that's how you get this uh, stuff in Guardians of the Galaxy, Deadpool, where it looks like somebody is actually talking that is would otherwise be animated uh, with these different features. Well, that employs a technology called MOVA. And the makers of the MOVA technology are suing Disney because they're saying Disney infringed on their copyright 
when they use this technology to make movies such as Deadpool, Guardians of the Galaxy, Beauty and the Beast, and Disney filed a motion to dismiss in case claiming you know, a motion for summary a, a mo- judgment. motion for summary judgment, claiming that there's no controversy here, and the judge said, "Sorry." I'm not going to dismiss the case. I'm denying the motion for summary judgment. This is going forward. So Disney is now going to have one heck of an option. Either they got to go forward and fight this thing in trial with the attendant risks, or after summary judgment motion was denied for the defense, they're going to have to pony up to settle this thing somehow. A lot of times I notice as a civil trial lawyer, um, that's usually when the case is settled is after a motion for summary judgment. And if it's denied... Uh, you know, and they're going going forward with the trial, then that's when cases settle. Because defense is going to try that. They're going to say, okay, yeah. let's see if the court will throw it out for us and, and kind of do do our job, right? Um, and uh, it's great when they, the court says, no, this is going to a jury trial. It's difficult to win an MSJ, motion for summary judgment. Yeah. It's difficult to win. It's easier to overcome it. But in this particular case, there was no dispute as to material fact that Disney promoted these films saying we've used this technology. Yeah. So I think it's um, – yeah, I think you're right. It's going to get settled. Disney's going to have to open the pocketbook because they're getting hammered by everybody, aren't they? Recently, I, yeah, that's just, been crazy. You know, Scarlett Johansson, these folks, but that's Disney in a nutshell. We, we, we could uh, we could do a whole show on Disney's lawsuits. I think Disney <laughs> has got a couple bucks to. Yeah, they may they may have quite the reserves. Yeah, I was just in Florida not too long ago doing some business, and uh, I didn't, but I know some people. They're saying they're going to run over to Disneyland, and it's just it's no matter it's always packed, man. It's just the place is just. But they do it right. They do a good job. I, I hate to say it, but they're man. They just know how to make a. They know how to entertain people. Now, what about Alaska? Drilling projects, you know, there's climate, there's arguments about climate change. You know, what's going on in Alaska right now, Denise? Well, there's a project called Willow. And Willow is in the state's north um, slope, whereby they think they can go ahead and get like 100,000 barrels of oil a day. And for like up to 30 years. So it's a very huge reservoir. Um, and it was backed by Trump. Trump already granted the, the permit to do that. And believe it or not, Biden has also come in support of it, which is very important because um, the judge in this case, it's a federal judge out of Alaska, said, oh, no, we can't let this go forward. And why? Because the environmental impact. And this is one of the first times we are talking about Part of the environmental impact is looking at the issue of global warming. And I thought this was a very important decision for that reason. So we have to follow this because we don't know what's going to happen at this stage. It's going to get appealed. But I don't know if it's going to be appealed by um, Conoco, which is the oil company, or whether it will be appealed by the Biden um, administration. That's interesting. So it's just that, that really one of the the first times – we don't know if it's the first, but one of the first times that they're talking about – Global warming issues is the reason why they're going to stop the drilling uh, for this for this this big huge deep reservoir of oil. Yes, and, and you know, Fred, you called something, and I just mm-hmm. want to make sure that you get some credit for it. You said there was going to start being a whole lot of lawsuits out of insurance companies refusing to pay for the pandemic, and that the morning show has yes. now got a lawsuit pending against their insurance company because that's exactly what's happening. They're basically claiming they do not have to pay for any loss attributed to the pandemic. Right, because they have insurance coverage, and that and that's we don't have time to talk about. It. That's a one-hour show about 
about issues of whether or not that, that's an exclusion or not, this pandemic, uh, to insurance companies that do insure businesses for losses because of catastrophic events or non-catastrophic events. Uh, it protects them from losing their business, right? And so does the pandemic apply to these exceptions? Um, of course, the insurance companies are saying yes, and a lot of the, the businesses and companies are saying no. And there is a whole vast area of law that's hailing that. And I used to actually be on the board of part of that, uh, those uh, the, the plaintiff's lawyer's board that were looking into that stuff. But I've kind of pulled away from it. I've been, been too busy in the personal injury case, uh, uh, our personal injury firm. But, but yeah, that's, that's a huge issue. And there's going to be lawsuits left and right. Netflix also. This is what I have to say. If you are an engineer... At any big corporation that especially is a tech corporation or does, you know, something like that, and you have inside information about what's going on in that company, be very, very careful about what you do or what you say. Because three former employees of Netflix are being charged on a $3.1 million insider trading by the uh, Securities and Exchange Commission claiming that... They had inside information about information uh, details of subscriber growth, you know, subs- what subscribers are doing, et cetera, et cetera. Netflix, they were engineers within those departments, and they decided to say, you know, we're going to buy, we're going to sell, we know what's going on, we know what's going on. Even they even knew uh, this is the allegations, by the way, uh, that they knew about what was going on prior to their quarterly reports coming out. And when quarterly reports come out from these big companies that are traded on the New York Stock Exchange or any exchange, you know, the, the stocks go up or down depending on the quarterly reports, right? So uh, be very careful when you, as a person, have an, uh, know exactly inside what's going on in these big corporations that are traded publicly. Um, and and there's, there's there's a lot of things you have to look at is whether or not it was material, was it a non-public, you know, uh, type of thing that they found out about. Um, and if that's the case, be very careful about buying and selling stock. But with all that, Cal, people wait for three hours for yep. one thing. What do they wait for? Right there on the edge of their car seats or wherever they're listening to the show, of course, because they want to hear you all's quick takes on our topics of the day. And so let's uh, let's go over those, I guess. That's what we can do. Where do we want to start here? I'll start. I can start. Okay, go ahead. All right. We talked about R. Kelly today. Next time that uh, someone wants to interview you, don't have two young ladies hanging out with you. And by the way, when you start acting weird on national TV, make sure next time they call you, just say, you know, I got to pull weeds in the yard. I'm busy. All right. Todd Cunion, Mr. Cunion, excuse me, have you a quick take for us today? You you know, after the Russian lawsuit against uh, McDonald's, I think they should change their slogan to over two billion tempted. That's nice. That was a winner. That's a good one. And Denise, what say you as far as your quick take today? My prediction is that Britney Spears will soon be free, free to do her own harm. I believe that we're going to have see an expansion of conservative rights as a as a reason for Britney's freedom. Thank you, Denise. We'll see you next week on Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny.
You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. $500 a month or more on gas and electric bills? Did you know by making a simple free phone call, you can save up to 25% on your bill every month? What could you do with a 25% savings on utility bills every month? Energy deregulation is now available in your state. Making one simple phone call will show you how we can lower your gas and electric bills instantly with no changes to your bill and no enrollment fee. This is a free service. The only thing you'll notice is a lower bill every month. Call U.S. Power and Light right now. Learn how easy it is to lower your utility bills for your business and save money. We promise. So if you spend over $500 a month on your gas and electric bills, please call right now and unleash your savings. 800-941-3381. 800-941-3381. 800-941-3381. That's 800-941-3381.